Here's a message from Ken Lavica. It's the fundamental question of our time. Brock Purdy or Tua Tonga Vailoa. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. Just like you would expect, the fire hose is fully inserted in my mouth here, and uh, we've been blowing and going, and so... Ken Lavica. Get a run in, make an early cocktail, put a gummy in half. Theo Dorsey. Very excited to have the opportunity to add him to the team. Stone Labanowitz. When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. It doesn't matter what your name is! It's Lavica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Joe Labanowitz, let's start with breaking news. Breaking news. Big Thursday open. Let's start with breaking news. Breaking news on ESPN 106.3 is brought to you by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. If your vehicle has issues with braking or other issues, get it fixed right, right now at St. Lucie Battery and Tire. Bill Belichick will officially not be a head coach in 2024. Unless, well, there's a firing we weren't expecting. Dan Quinn is the new head coach of your Washington Commanders. As JMP, our teammate here at ESPN West Palm, so succinctly and correctly put, why, why not hire the guy who was on the wrong end of 28-3 when you can have the guy who was on the right side Mm. of 28-3? Dan Quinn, off the board, hired Bill Belichick. Better start learning some script work on television. Ooh. It's going to be good on TV, though. He's going to be great on TV. Great on TV. (laughs) I can tell you, here's my big, bold prediction for me, Ken Levicka. For all that I do bagging on Bill Belichick, I'm going to be an insufferable Bill Belichick TV fan. Who gets him, though? That's the question. Hmm. Does, he, right. does he go right to the worldwide yeah. leader? Or yeah, uh, so so let's do this. So you've got Nick Saban and Bill Ooh. Belichick. You have two blooming television stars that are going to have everybody bidding for their services. Well, Saban, you know where he's going. He, he's going to ESPN. It's college not even game a, day. I would bet yeah. that Nick Saban goes on the road to the college game day crew. Yeah. And especially becomes important when Lee Corso inevitably misses six, seven weeks of college game day. Uh, due to uh, various illnesses and age, yeah, right? Yeah. Like Nick Saban. Stone, would you agree? Nick Saban, college game day. You can go ahead and book that. You can go ahead and book that right now. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, yeah. So, so then he had his training wheels on this season. Bill Belichick. I don't know where he's going, but I know where I'd love him to be, and that's being forced to sit next to Rex Ryan NFL countdown for uh, 27 Sundays mm. during the course of the fall. Yeah. Any takers? Rex Ryan, Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick having to suffer through Rex Ryan NFL countdown every Sunday. How do we feel about that? I. How many more people can you fit on those desks? <laughs> that, that, uh, yeah, that's a great point because like, the Fox, the NFL on Fox desk, they're literally going to start seating people on top of it. Yeah. There's gonna, no room left. They're going to have to start lapping up. It's like when you're trying to cram into an Uber after a long night. It's right. like that's how that desk looks. It's, it's a lot of heads, a lot of, uh, not enough space. I just, I always am going to put my money on ESPN to find a way yeah. to land the big fish. They're throwing at you guys. Undisputed with Skip Bayless. And, uh, <laughs> Could you imagine? Could you oh, imagine no. things go south for Bill Belichick and he's relegated to skip? Oh boy! I want to see. You him know what? Never mind. Forget Shea the Rex Shea. Ryan thing. I'm good. I'm good with uh, with undisputed. I want to see good. him on Club Shay Shay or the Stephen A. Smith Ooh. podcast. That would be. Uh... I I do think Bill Belichick's going to go to ESPN. I, I just get the sense. But that's a great question. Yeah. Is it CBS? Is it Fox? Is it HBO? There's Maybe much, they do something for him? I think there's much more, there's Amazon more Prime? landing spots for Bill Belichick. Nick Saban feels signed, still delivered to ESPN. Yeah. Whenever he picks up the phone and makes that call, it's yeah. done. Whereas Belichick, there are different, you know, he can go do the Fox thing. He can do the CBS thing. Uh, ESPN will be interesting. I just think all of those places have too many dudes that look just like Bill Belichick already doing what he would be going in there and doing. And in the case of Fox, they just have too many dudes. Yeah, just <laughs> it's just a bunch of dudes. Uh, he literally just, just laying dudes. on top of the desk. Yeah, just dudes. Like, hey, there's uh, another dude, and hey, there's another Bella. dude, and hey, yeah, it's yeah. like, hey, Bill, the camera guy, come give your thoughts on uh, Cardinals and Seahawks yeah. coming up at uh, four fifteen. They can really stick it to the man and create their own podcast, Saban and Bill Belichick. I think it's something that would break the bank. I'd watch every single episode and listen to every yeah. single second. Hell That's yeah. a great idea. Uncensored. That's- those two guys, that's what we want. Hey, ESPN, you hire both of them and you have them do a podcast. There you go. There that's you it. go. We just did it. There you go. You're welcome. All can right. you, can uh, you name the podcast? Just uh, off the top of your head? Uh, 
too coaches too cool. I don't know, man. Uh, I thought you'd be able to do that off nah, the top of your head. Yeah. Don't put my guy in that kind of spot. He's typically, he's typically know, perfect know. when it comes to this I know, stuff. But he's don't got do, the brain. Yeah, but I do that. I'm good when it comes to stupid stuff. This podcast <laughs> is going to be stupid. Serious. This podcast is going to be informative and 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 educational. Serious okay. business. There it yeah. is, right there. Informative yeah. and educational. Hey, if you want Bill serious business, business don't come to me. Yeah, don't come to That's me for serious business. Uh, I'm not comfortable in that. KYP. Know your personnel, Stone. What? Right. That he's the smartest. Maybe man that's in the, the room name right of the now? podcast. Oh, KYP. KYP. Know how, your personnel. How about it? Yeah, that's pretty good. I kind of like that. I, I, I really. We'll ESPN. Pitch it. There we'll you pitch go. It. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll pitch, pitch it. it. Uh, all right. So I want you to hear. I want you to hear Stephen A. Smith. This was from the Pat McAfee show yesterday. Stephen A. Smith on Brock Purdy, and what will happen if Brock Purdy? helps the 49ers to a Super Bowl championship over the Chiefs, you know what's going to happen? That criticism going to disappear. Stephen A., preach. This is what I noticed, P-Mac. When you talk about putting all the criticism in bed, I'm going to agree with Shannon Sharp in terms of how the criticism will return if he doesn't perform in the Super Bowl. But I also am going to give you love because you've been talking about Purdy for quite some time and talk about giving the credit where credit is due. I'm looking at this. This is, this is him on Sunday, 20 of 31, 64.5% completion, 267 yards, one touchdown pass, one interception. All right? Second half, when they down 24-7, 13 to 16 passing, 81% completion, 174 of those yards, a TD pass, 49 rush yards. Here's the thing that stood out to me. Rush the ball three times for 52 yards. Through passes, three or four. This is under scrambling situations. Three, two, completed three or four passes. Ran the ball three times, 52 yards, each and every single one of them. The completions along with the runs were for first downs. When the clutch moment, when the clutch, when, when it was demanded, when you had to show up, that's when he showed up. You pointed out this in their game against Green Bay, Shannon. He did it again in the NFC Championship game, down 17, and Detroit bum-rushing them, just beating them up, running the ball all over them. Came out in the second half, did his thing. Got to give love and credit. Where credit is due, yes. as it becomes to Purdy. But in the end, if the Super Bowl arrives against Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes on that other side of the field, knowing that the mistakes that you make can cost you, because any, if anybody's capable of making you pay for it, it's Patrick Mahomes. If he shows up in that game, then the criticism will be put to bed, but not before. So that's Stephen A. Smith on Brock Purdy. I got to give Stone credit, and this doesn't happen often, Theo. But I got to give Stone credit for titillating my sports senses yesterday. Mm-hmm. He brought up, and I think it was a joke when he presented this because nope. he almost fell off his chair and looked like he was going to vomit yeah. when he brought it up. But he, he, he flat out asked the question, uh, who is more valuable, Brock Purdy or Tua Tungavailoa? I, on its face... Didn't know the answer to that. And then I thought about it a little bit more. And I was like, you know what? In a vacuum, hypothetically, they both need to get paid today. Who is worth more? Who is worth more? Tua or Brock Purdy? Yes, Brock Purdy is playing in a Super Bowl. Yes, Brock Purdy has playoff wins under his belt. But I would argue that Tua... From a pure passing skill set standpoint, is more dynamic than Brock Purdy. Let's look at some of their side by side numbers here, okay? They're very similar. Tua led the league in passing, we know that, 4,624 yards. Both of them at 69.3% uh, percentage, completion nice. percentage this year. Okay, uh, Tua 388 for 560, Brock Purdy 308 for 444. Yards per attempt, Brock Purdy 9.6 to Tua's 8.3, but neither of those numbers are anything to, uh, to, to scoff at. Uh, you'll take that for sure. 31 touchdowns for Purdy, 29 for Tua. Interceptions, Tua 14, Brock Purdy with 11. Tua was sacked 29 times, Brock Purdy was sacked 28 times. They're very, very, very similar. And so I was trying to figure out, how do you judge this then? In a vacuum, in a vacuum, who is worth more, Tua or Brock Purdy? 
I, and maybe bias plays into this, but I truly believe Tua's the more dynamic passer. If you had the same roster, two quarterbacks, Tua is able to do what Brock Purdy does a little bit better than Brock Purdy does. Tua is able to throw with greater accuracy into tighter windows with better timing than Brock Purdy does, in my opinion. I would say, you both pay him today, I don't care about playoff wins at this point. Well, that's convenient. Okay, but I would argue, I would argue that Tua could do the job Brock Purdy does with that San Francisco offense better than the job Brock Purdy would do with the Dolphins offense. Because Brock Purdy lacks the timing, the ability to get the ball out that Tua contains. I think Tua would be worth more than Brock Purdy in a vacuum, even though Brock Purdy's the one who's about to play in the Super Bowl. I, you can't start off with a deep sigh. Well, here's the reason. I think he's disgusted, and well, he's trying to figure out why. Uh, well, also, I mean, we're talking about like a couple of toddlers fighting the playground right now. You know, it's kind of <laughs> hard to pick which one you think is going to win this battle. You just hope for the best. Or am I just falling into the trap of, well, crap on Purdy. No, no respect for Purdy. Am well, I doing the same thing I hate people doing to Tua? No, no, no. The no. one thing that I will say that Purdy has that Tua, it felt like when he came into the league, he had a little bit more of, and especially this past year, it felt like he had zero capability of doing it. And that's extending plays and and using his legs a lot more. Like what, what we saw from Purdy and specifically what we've seen from him in this playoff run has given me more optimism about what he can be as a quarterback. Uh, but it's so hard to judge either one of them, but more specifically Purdy, because every single start that he's had, he's had boy genius Kyle Shanahan calling the plays. He's had Christian McCaffrey, the Ferrari of all Ferraris at running back behind him that you can either just turn around and hand the ball to or throw a ball uh, two yards behind the line of scrimmage and he'll run it 56 yards for a touchdown. And that, not to mention Debo Samuel, George Kittle, uh, and, and, and uh, the left tackle. I'll always blank on his Trent. name in the middle of this. Yeah, Trent, Trent Williams. Trent Williams. Uh, we've seen Jimmy G do the same thing Brock Purdy's able to do with the same personnel. Yes, yes. Uh, Brock Purdy's been way better at it, though. You have to admit that. He, I mean, Jimmy G was was in a Super Bowl and probably should have should have should have won. Well, that there game. was never a conversation about Jimmy G being in the MVP conversation. There was never odds put on him, uh, Jimmy G for him to be able to win the MVP. Like Brock Purdy, but whose fault has is elevated that? that offense? It was Jimmy G's fault. Jimmy G's not as good as Brock oh, Purdy. It was whoever won the MVP that year, which we should probably know. Jimmy G. Year. Jimmy, are we doing this? Because I know Mahomes. I know we're talking. I know, I know we're talking about Brock Purdy versus Tua, but. Purdy has been a huge elevation off of what Jimmy G was. A huge elevation? A huge elevation. Like, if you even just look at the raw numbers or just the efficiency of that offense, a lot of it does have to do with CMC as well because that's a, a, a huge difference maker. That you, We noticed the difference in that offense when, when Christian McCaffrey got there. They literally didn't lose a game until this past season once he was inserted into that team. But, like... Brock Purdy's been a sensational upgrade from, from now, what... Now, I got to think a little Garoppolo. bit of that is recency bias because we were saying the same exact things that we're saying right now when Jimmy G was behind center for this team. We were saying the same exact things. I He's a lot know. more valuable than we're giving him credit for this, that, and this. It earned him a contract when he left. All of these things. The numbers are way different, though. Jimmy G would make more boneheaded mistakes and he had less plays like what we've seen from Purdy in these past two games. Than, than, than what Jimmy G was able to do. He didn't have the capability. Like, Purdy's improvisation is that next layer to the to San Francisco offense that we didn't have with Jimmy G. He almost outrushed Lamar Jackson in their championship weekend. Right, but you look at, yards to Lamar's 54. Yeah. Okay, but you look at the season, you look at the sample size of the regular season, and you look at Purdy versus Tua, Purdy 39 rushing attempts, Tua 35. Uh, we're sitting here and we're going to say, oh, the escapability. He's only done it. In the last two games, yeah. out of desperation. This is true. So, and and you look at, yeah, he was at 3.7 yards per attempt, two at 2.1 yards per attempt. But again, he only he only ran the ball four more times than Tua this year. So, I think we're getting caught up in something that maybe is a little bit more of an anomaly than it is something that makes Brock Purdy dangerous. And, and I agree with you on that. It could be. Uh, but when the postseason rolls around and we start seeing guys come out of their shell a little bit and, and do what it takes, like look at like how Josh Allen changed what his game was like in the postseason versus what he was doing in the regular season. Like you do, even Patrick Mahomes. Like 
all the risks he took throughout the regular season, all of the interceptions and bad throws he had, he's cleaned all that up in the postseason because you just do what you can to get past the sticks at this level. And we saw in these past two weeks, and I've been one of the biggest Purdy detractors in mm-hmm. all of this. I've always felt, you know, he's mediocre. He's surrounded by talent. But he showed me a little bit, a glimpse of something that lets me know that it's at least there. He can tap into it. If his decision-making gets better, it seems like he has the legs and the ability to extend plays and run you know, run for first downs in a way that we didn't see him before. And, and Jimmy G, I don't think, had that at all. And Tua, he, he used to do it a lot more, and he just seems at least more reluctant these days to do so. I really wish that the cold, the cold wouldn't have, uh, have turned its back on Tua. Oh, I mean, if Tua yeah, was man. able to play in just rain... Like uh, like Brock Purdy, and then play in in sensational conditions, uh, like they they played in in the uh, NFC Championship game. Who knows? Who knows? Tua wasn't able to show off his full skill set. It's very frustrating, to be quite honest. You're with not you. an actual Midwesterner. Uh, with takes like that. I mean, it's it's very frustrating. By the way, by the way, point to Theo. He was right. Brock Purdy. If you look at the numbers significant elevation from Jimmy G in his 49ers Super Bowl year. Now, off the top of my head, I'm trying to think who was there and who wasn't there in regards to guys like CMC, the Debo's, the No CMC, but Debo was there. I think Ayuk was uh, there. Debo and Ayuk was there, and George Kittle, he was there. Uh, CMC is the big addition. Trent was there. That's the one. Yes, Trent was there. That, you got to think that Christian McCaffrey was the one. Or that, uh, you do the get difference. the bump. Yeah. That is the difference. Christian McCaffrey had how many touchdowns this yeah. year? Like 20? So 21? I, and for I, defenses I, having to respect him yes. and that coming into play, like it, it definitely matters so, coming out of the play action. I guess yeah. the conversation comes down to this. Who do you think simply is better at playing the quarterback position? Yeah. Right? Like, isn't that what this conversation is about? If we have these two guys in a vacuum, one in the Super Bowl, one who uh, was was objectively poor in his first taste of the postseason, but has helped lead his team with elite accuracy and elite timing with what I would argue is one of the most complicated offenses we've ever seen in NFL history. Oh, comes from the same tree. The Dolphins offense, that timing, what Mike McDaniel was, I would argue is more complicated than what Kyle Shanahan does. There's no doubt. Similar, obviously, um, a, a, a similar approach, but Mike McDaniel's, uh, offense with all of the motion, all of the movement, uh, and uh, how the timing needs to dictate everything. That makes Tua uh, extremely valuable because he's one of the few human beings in that position that I think could actually do what he's asked to do. That's why I think Tua, despite the lack of playoff success that Brock Purdy has had and the spotlight Brock Purdy has on him, for my football sensibilities, my quarterback sensibilities, I think Tua is worth more in a vacuum. Tua could play for a Super Bowl in that San Francisco oh, yeah. system, whereas uh, I don't know if Brock Purdy could put up the same type of numbers that Tua does with the Dolphins. No, and I think that's where this conversation, it, it's a much easier thing to grade, right? We all agree that if Tua, if you switch out Purdy and Tua, you put Tua in that Niners offense, they don't miss a beat. They might even be better. I don't know, but I know they don't, they don't miss a beat. They can be right where they are today. I don't think Purdy in the Mike McDaniel system, in the way that it's constructed around Tua, like you said, the timing throws, the accuracy. I mean, we've seen Purdy miss some throws where the pocket was perfectly clean and he was standing under his, you know, he had his, you know, everything was right, and he just is not as accurate as Tua. Whereas Tua, usually if something goes awry, that's what shakes things up. And you can blame it on the weather or you can blame it on yeah. the center or whatever. But <laughs> but you can find those reasons why. Again, a center, a center who loves to snap the ball off his undercarriage <laughs> makes your job a lot more difficult. Yeah, Liam Gooch Eichenberg. I mean, it happens, it happens Liam all Liam Gooch Eichenberg, old Gooch himself. <laughs> but uh, who, in a vacuum, yeah. you have to, hypothetically, you have to pay them today. Pay them today. You're sitting down and you need to make so the decision. Tough. You need to pay them today. Who is worth more? Brock Purdy, who's in the Super Bowl in nine days, nine days, or Tua, who sort of fell off at the end of the year? Who is worth more? I say Tua is worth more. Uh, Theo says he would probably go the Tua route. I got to agree. He's with worth you. more. Yeah. Now, 
The social media streets vehemently disagree with us. How about you? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. That is Twitter. 888-760-3776. Uh, Stone, you're the one who presented this hypothetical. You did, sort of, you did so in passing yesterday, but it resonated with me. And I appreciate your contribution to the proceedings here. So... You, former D1 quarterback, won a playoff game at Southern Illinois, a true Treasure Coast legend at the position. Who's worth more if you have to pay them both today, two or Purdy? Yeah, I think worth and value are the criteria here. And if you do take two off this Miami Dolphins team, they're not the same. They're winning five or six games, regardless of who's behind them, whether it's Mike White, whether it's the Skylers and and the guys that will come in the mix. If you take Brock Purdy off the team, this team might be better. Who knows? Damn near, who knows? Do you think Matthew Stafford, not Matthew Stafford, that would Sam be Darnold. shocking. I Sam was about Darnold. To get so excited. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sam Darnold, could he come in and maybe not put up exact Purdy numbers, but could he could he slide in via an Eagles situation? Oh, my God. Via injury. Nick Foles style. Nick Foles style. Yeah. Could he win the Super Bowl? Sam Darnold, if given. An entire dosage of what Brock has had would be a better quarterback for the San Francisco yeah. 49ers than Brock Purdy is. So, oh, wow. So, you're willing to say that the backup quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers He's actually might be too. worth yeah, more yeah. Oh, yeah. than the quarterback who has been at the helm of the team that's about to play in the Super Bowl? Uh, yeah. Like wholehearted, I think time and time again, we see quarterbacks, or it really doesn't matter. There are 21 other positions you can play in the field, right? Time, right place, right position, and for Brock just to get catapulted into this lineup and kind of saying, hey, it's three relevant. I get to play with house money. Like those things can help you in a sense of Sam Darnold coming in with maximum pressure in a city like New York. I, I, we talk about Brock Purdy extending plays, 54 yards rushing the NFC Championship game. Sam can move. Yeah. Sam showed us he can move in New York. Now, I mean, Boy, so it didn't, it didn't I, translate. But This took a, this took a this leap that I didn't crazy. expect. So, so it, it further proves the point. Why I would go with Tua Tungvalu yeah. in a spot like this. Because you can really plug and play anybody in San Francisco. And that is kind of the basic take. Like, we've heard it. It's tried and true. But it does make a lot of sense. Because you can't just get in there and do what Tua does. Like, that is tailored to him offensively. And, and that's why Tua is the answer here. So, so not only do all three of us collectively say Tua is worth more than the quarterback who's about to play in the Super Bowl, Brock Purdy, with the one seed, best team in the NFC. Stone's going to up the ante a little bit. <laughs> and he's going to say, not only is Tua worth more, than Brock Purdy. Sam Darnold mm. is worth more than Brock Purdy. Shanahan could do more with Sam Darnold. Who is worth more? Who is worth more? You have to pay them both today. You're you have crazy. to make them an offer today, income today. Who is worth more? Tua or Purdy? 888-760-3776. Put those GM caps on. Put those capologist caps on. Who is worth more? More if you're in charge of an NFL front office and you have to pay both of them. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Who is worth more, Tua or Purdy? And social media, it's open for you. At KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. We'll get to social media when we come back. We got a bunch of it. Evan Cohen's going to weigh in. You'll hear him on Unsportsmanlike every day here on ESPN 106.3, 6 to 10 a.m. Hell, we're going to ask the new Kaiser football coach, Miles Russ, about yeah. it when he comes in at around 120. Nobody's being spared the topic today. Who is worth more? Tua or Purdy? You have to sign them both today. Who's worth more money, Tua or Purdy? 888-760-3776. A lot on the docket. Stay tuned, including a little wheel of topics. Good old-fashioned wheel of topics in our number two. That's Theo, that's Stone. I'm Ken Levick at Theo and Stone, ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios... It's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. You know what I thought that first segment was? Pretty good. Let it ride. <laughs> uh, he thought I was going to give him the rim shot. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, thought, I, I thought that 
Yeah, he gave himself the rim shot in here. I don't know if you heard that. Yeah, I did. He really? Yeah, he started drum rolling on the on the table. Let's see if we can time it up. The rim shot and your rim shot. Okay, here we go. Ready? One, two, three. Oh, twice. <laughs> this guy. Man. Was he born yesterday? <laughs> I got punked. Yeah, that was bad. Uh, are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealthnet slash orthocare to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash orthopedic care for more information today baptist health orthopedic care has offices conveniently located in palm beach county through the florida keys learn more by visiting baptisthealthnet slash ortho care you know what this fool said to me in the break theo uh he, he goes hey uh you gonna give joe cronin any credit today what is for happening what? for what joe Cr- put they, his team in the right the place trailblazers oh the trailblazers beat doc rivers last night Congrats. Yeah, who hasn't Congrats. this year? Congrats. Yeah, What's who Doc Rivers' winning percentage this year, Stone? Yeah. Uh, 0-1, I guess. Congrats, congrats to the Blazers for, for showing some semblance of competence for the first time this season. Yeah. I'm not giving Joe Cronin any credit for anything ever. I don't up. care. He is a, a public enemy number one yeah. in my basketball world. So, no, bleep him. I don't care. What I will say, watching the Blazers beat the Bucks last night. That's right. If you didn't know, now you know. The Blazers beating the Bucks last night. Yeah, that's crazy. As badly as I felt about the Heat, and last night, what a bounce back. Team meeting. Everybody came together. Everybody got got on each other. And that was Heat basketball last night. Big win over Sacramento. Yep. Um, as bad as I felt about the Heat leading into last night, you know which team is also not going to win a championship? The Milwaukee Bucks. What do you mean also? Yeah, what was that there? Well, I'm just saying, I think the consensus is when Kendrick Perkins is saying, I got to send Jimmy to a contender. Got to get rid of Jimmy. It's the right thing to do. The consensus is he not going to sniff the NBA championship. It's not that I don't believe that, but the vast majority of people don't believe that. So, but if the Heat are not going to win a title, you know who else isn't? Giannis, the Bucks, Doc, Dame, the entire contingent. Yeah. (sighs) They. I will say they don't play any defense at all. Both you might as well lay down. I mean, they're bad. You might as well lay down. I, I mean, Dame plays defense like he is laying down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's bad. That was always gonna be the danger in getting, you know, 35, 34 year old Dame Lillard. Yeah, because Tyler Hero and, and some of the boys for the yeah, they're playing great defense. <laughs> it, they can clean it's that a up. process. Uh, <laughs> I trust Spo to clean it up. Terry Rose here. He, now that he's in, in heat culture, he's yeah. going to learn how to play defense this year. It's a work in progress. It doesn't just happen overnight. Yeah. Poor Terry Rozier. He goes from one style of losing where it's a joke, and then he goes to the other style of losing where it's really serious and sad. Yeah, it's like it's real tough. pressure on these losses now. Yeah. Good, because there's a standard. He wants to play for the standard. He's, got, he's got the guts. I trust he's got the guts. Uh, who, if you had to pay him today, in a vacuum, you're sitting down at a long boardroom table in an NFL facility. On one side, you got Tua. On the other side, you got Purdy. Tua, he's maybe got some board shorts on. Uh, he's got a golf club in hand. He's been on vacation for a little bit. Brock Purdy, he's in his uh, practice gear. He's, uh, he's, he's preparing for the Super Bowl. He's in some khakis. Uh, yeah. Uh, you have to pay them today. Today. Who's worth more? Who's getting the most money? Who is more value in a vacuum? Yeah. Purdy or Tua? We collectively are saying Tua, and Stone took it a step further saying, hell, I think that you can do the same exact thing, if not better, with the backup mm. to Brock Purdy on that 49ers roster in Sam Darnold. I mean, it's bold. 888-760-3776. Who is worth more, Tua or Purdy? 888-760-3776. Let's go to the uh, socials. Pack messages in. Valedictorian of summer school. Purdy by a nose with his mobility. I think what he's saying is both are yeah. mid. yeah. They're both I don't know if that's coddled, hilarious. Coddled quarterbacks. Are they coddled? Yeah. I don't they're, know if that's fair. They're just mid. Coddled quarter. I'm saying like, well, uh, can you be mid though when you lead the NFL no. in passing? Like, come on. That's Good point. Saying, he's not. They're not. Nah. <laughs> their abilities need to be coddled for them to be playing at a high level, right? Like, not even in a. I don't say it in a bad way. 
Like Purdy is surrounded by the most talent we've ever seen. Really, like it, like in the past ten years, have you seen a team that much more talented around the quarterback? I'm, I'm, position? The Cowboys I mean, every I, year. I don't know if the gap is that wide between the Niners and the Dolphins. No, no it is. If you plugged Look at any that decent tight end in there, I don't know because well, you, there's, you so, don't have that. You though. ran for eighty less yards you than the San Francisco 49ers yeah, the this year. The difference is George Kittle. Christian McCaffrey right. and that left tackle and Trent Williams, who's maybe yeah. the greatest. The 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 Dolphins legitimately do not throw or do not have a tight end capable of moving the ball no. down the field, blocking and ca- like the way. And then we haven't even mentioned right. Kyle Uschick, which is one of the best utility fullbacks. And I know, oh yeah, whatever you can laugh at it as much as you want. That dude, we got ourselves a horse too. Oh a what? A, a fullback. God, uh, what did you say? A horse. A horse. Yeah, a horse. Oh, I thought you said something else. Not embarrassingly well, enough, am I? Is it? It's you know, I'm, I'm, I really don't want to be. Uh, I don't want to embarrass myself Ingle? and not know the full book's name. Is it Alec Ingold? Yeah, he's not. Yeah. A, he's not a scrub. He's not a scrub, but he's not Kyle Uschek, the best. You're just saying that because his wife's game. hot. Well, yeah, you just want a jacket for yeah. that. I would love exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but probably no. Yeah, Kyle Uschek. George George like, Kittle's the X factor with this thing. Like the Dolphins, the Dolphins are fine with an HN Mostert backfield. What they don't like, so well, Christian McCaffrey, like Christian it's great. McCaffrey. But but George Kittle is something so out of the realm of anything the Dolphins even have close. Because Mike McDaniel wants a tight end like Kyle Shanahan does, where not only are they catching the ball, but they're blocking. You have to block if you want to play tight end. Yeah. And the problem is the Dolphins have not had anything close to a tight end who can go out there and catch the football. No. The blocking's been the priority. And then you've got nothing to stretch the field, and that's why you're having to rely so much on Waddle and on tight on Tyreek. And and also And Tua did that without a tight end to the most yards in the NFL. If you gave Tua Evan Ingram. Like I don't think that I think that gap is very, very marginal. No, no, because let me explain another side of it as well. Those receivers that they have are also some of the best blocking receivers that you have in the yeah. NFL in Ayuk and in Greg Jennings and even Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel is one of the most I know Tyreek Hill is probably the most electric guy with the ball in his hands as a receiver. Debo's not far off. Like Yards after catch, he's the one that led the league as a receiver. George Kittle led the league in yards after catch as a tight end. Christian McCaffrey led the league in yards after catch as a running back. Uh, that That is the most – and then you flip the side at the other side of the ball and your defense is going to keep you in games all the time that right. you're usually going to be the, playing with a lead. The exactly. Niners' defense is objectively – Significantly better than the yeah. Dolphins personnel-wise, and Thanks less a lot, hurt. Sleepy Vic, and less less injured. No, as well. but the Dolphins were partying too much on South Beach. No, it's not. It's not Sleepy Vic. They weren't committed. Yeah, it wasn't Sleepy Vic. He tried. Yeah. He tried. Uh, Doctor Joker uh, says Purdy is worth more. Honestly, so far in the playoffs, when he's buying time in the pocket or rolling out of scrambling, essentially anything outside of Shanahan's scheme, he's looked better than how he's looked when operating within the scheme. I don't know if that's good though. And that's not like, oh, he's good outside the scheme. Like, I don't, I don't, is that points for Purdy? It is 100% points for Purdy because yeah. it's points for Patrick Mahomes and it's points for yeah. Lamar Jackson and it's points for Josh Allen. It's points for all these guys. It might as well be points for Brock Purdy. Did you just there, put, but did you just put Brock Purdy in the same breath as Josh Allen and far, Patrick Mahomes? As far as, as being, an, as far as, being an improv quarterback, yeah, like you need to have that in yeah, your bag. But I would argue that the Bills and Chiefs, a lot of their system is predicated around how Outside these the guys can improv. Brock Purdy is not someone you want doing that on a consistent basis. Well, no. Two years in, how are we supposed to know the answer to that? He's, how are we supposed to know that's the he's case? He's had a couple of good anomalies here in the postseason where you say, wow, man, he really pulled that out of his ass. And Other than that, like that's not his game. That's not his ability. He showed us more of it in these two games or whatever playoffs than Tua Tungrello in his entire career. Here's a, a Dolphins quarterback. Joel ran for two first downs against the Bills in Week 18. How dare you? Jesus. Uh, Phil, Purdy, and I don't even think it's close. NFC title game and Super Bowl appearances in the first two seasons. Only playoff loss was when he literally couldn't throw. 3-1 to one touchdown interception ratio versus Tua at 2-1. to one. All right, if you want to look at the interception touchdown interception ratio, fine. But again, you can't judge these guys off this question, this hypothetical, based on what they've done yeah. in the postseason. That's not what we're asking. Purdy has done a great right. job of doing his job, allowing the 49ers to do what they're doing. But Brock Purdy, I heard someone 
uh, yesterday on ESPN Radio. Can't remember who it was. Say, so, yeah, he led his team to the Super Bowl. No. Brock Purdy hasn't led anything to anywhere. Cam just called him the 10th best player on his own team. And, and he's that was probably high. right. And Cam's and a generational hater, and he's probably right. <laughs> 10 might be high for Brock Purdy. That 49ers roster is, it is like so top heavy. They've got dudes at every position. They got like a top 10 dude at pretty much every position. If right. you, even if you count out the safety, uh, t- uh, I forget how to say his name. They got injured midseason, who would have been like a top five to seven safety. Like Dre Greenlaw, Fred Warner, Nick Bosa. Uh, they have an interior pass rush guy, too. I can't think of the name of. You got Chase Young on the other side. You got Charvarius Ward on. The, like they've got so wow. many dudes. In, in all fairness, Chase Young. He hasn't been as good. But <laughs> he's about to find his ass on the pine. Yeah, he, sure I, he hasn't been he hasn't been performing the way that you expect yeah. Chase Young to be, but I'll take him over whoever the hell is, is starting at DN right now for the Dolphins. Well, yeah. They're all hurt. And Chase Young's at least available. <laughs> so I, I hope Jalen has his legs listening. available too. He's hurt. I hope he's not listening. Uh, right now. He also What do you mean? He's still learning. He's relearning how to walk currently, yeah. Stone. I'm uh, talking about the backup. I'm not talking about Jalen Phillips. Chase Jaylen Young's Phillips. off an ACL injury. It ain't as fresh as Jalen's, but come on. Same difference. Uh Maddox. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Maddox messages in Purdy because he took a 49ers team to the one seed in the NFC, completed a great second half comeback, and to the Super Bowl. Took. Took. He didn't take anyone anywhere. He's been along for the ride. Yeah. He's done his part. He hasn't taken anybody he was almost anywhere. The reason why they were a first round next, mm-hmm. or would that have been second round? I guess second, technically yeah, against and, the Packers. I mean, one and done yeah. postseason. He was almost the reason why because he couldn't grit, get a grip on the damn football in the rain, which they play outdoors in the bay. <laughs> yeah, so he's yeah. been, it's gonna rain this entire playoff run. He's been outplayed by the quarterback on the other side. Yes, line. correct. You're exactly yes. right. Each and every night. You're and exactly right. it's going right. to happen again in, in two Sundays. And it's going to happen again yeah. in two Sundays. He's not going to be, if the, if the 49ers find a win a way to win against the Chiefs, it's not going to be because of Brock Purdy's miraculous effort. It's going to be what the guys around them do, which has been that every single step of the way. So yep. I think that's, to me, like that's why I can't ever go Purdy in this situation over a guy like Tua because I've seen more out of Tua. Who is worth more? You have to pay him today. Who is worth more, Tua or Brock Purdy? One guy who's been on vacation for a month or the other guy who's playing in the Super Bowl in nine days. Who's worth more? All three of us say pure quarterback. The guy in Cancun. The guy in Cancun. (laughs) The guy in the golf course. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. We'll keep taking your calls. We'll take your messages. And when we come back, we're going to pose this and other uh, topics to Evan. Cohen, ESPN West Palm legend. You hear him on Unsportsman like every day, 6 to 10 a.m. here on ESPN 106.3. A little dose of Evan when we come back. That's Theo, that's Stone. I'm Ken Levick at Theo and Stone, ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. About to be joined by Evan Cohen because who has it better than us? Nobody! Nobody. Oh, breaking news. We have a huge sports upset. Breaking news. Breaking news real quick. Huge upset in the world of sports. Breaking news on ESPN 106.3 is brought to you by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. If your vehicle has issues with braking or other issues, get it fixed right, right now at St. Lucie Battery and Tire. Sporting news, comeback player of the year. Damar Hamlin's been defeated. By Tua. Are you serious? Yep. Wow. I mean, did Sporting News say it? Sporting News. It's right there. Sporting News. Oh, so man. we're gonna change it Tua all. Tua wins comeback player of the year over Demar Hamlin. This changes everything. We're yeah, back. I mean, everything. The Dolphins are back, baby. That means you're running for another term. Yeah. <laughs> No, it doesn't. That's the whole point of comeback player of the year. You can't be it two years in a row. You're running for another you're term. You're running president. for another term. The what? Tua Tumbaia fan club here. Oh, in oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? I might have to be. Uh, might have to start up the uh, campaign. Uh huh. Yeah. Start up the. I need my campaign manager back. Uh, you hear him every day, six to ten a.m. here on ESPN 106.3. He is an ESPN West Palm legend. We broadcast from the Evan Cohen Memorial Studios at our new The Square offices in downtown West Palm Beach. Evan Cohen with us here on ESPN 106.3. Currently skydiving. 
Uh, Evan, are you uh, <laughs> are are you as shocked as we are that Tua has claimed the ultimate prize this offseason, comeback player of the year over Demar Hamlin? That's not the real comeback player of the year. You realize? That, well, to right? me, it is. Yeah, it is. To me, it is. So, why are you denigrating sporting okay. news? <laughs> I'm not denigrating. I'm denigrating you, actually, for for thinking that it's the real comeback player of the year. We're back. The comeback player of the year is actually fascinating. Think about how many people are actually in the mix. Should be in the mix for that, right? Like one. You, I, I think you're half. <laughs> it's like seriously, you're half bringing up to a. Demar Hamlin obviously is real life stuff. Uh-huh. Everyone thinks Joe Flacco could win it. I'd argue Baker Mayfield should win it. That guy was like great this year. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, somebody a head coaching job. I do think that uh, the guy who died and came back probably should be the unanimous pick. I understand what you're saying, but that's the way that I've sort of uh, gone about my uh, my comeback player of the year discussion here mm. uh, throughout the course of the offseason. <laughs> Let's get to more pressing matters here, Evan. Uh, I want you to put a GM cap on. Okay, you're in an NFL facility. You've got two on one side. You've got Brock Purdy on the other. This hypothetical is you need to pay them both, sign them to a deal today, today, this moment by 5 p.m. closing time. Who is worth more, Tua or Brock Purdy in a vacuum with this hypothetical? It's not even close. Uh, it's Tua by a mile. There's, there's, I mean, sorry, it's Brock, Brock Whoa. Purdy. Oh, 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 we got him. Yeah, we got him. <laughs> it's Brock. It's Brock Purdy by a mile. There's not a person a in the NFL that. Oh my God! It's not even close. There, there's not a person in the NFL that would disagree with me. What does Brock one, Purdy do better than Tua? What does Brock Purdy do better Everything. than Tua? Everything. Does he grip a like football in the rain better than Tua? Probably. He throws the ball better. He turns the ball over less. He wins more in the same exact offense with similar level elite players. Who, that, but that's objectively not true when it comes to arguably the most important position on offense for the San Francisco 49ers, and that's the tight end. The Dolphins don't have a serviceable tight end, which is why Tua is stuck all the time with two receivers, two of them, Tyreek, Jalen Waddle. They don't have a dependable tight end. Meanwhile, you've got one of the best of all time, and arguably right now the best in the game in George Kittle playing with Brock Purdy. And oh yeah, you've got Christian McCaffrey behind him. And oh yeah, you've got Debo who can play every position on the field. And oh yeah, there's there's Ayuk uh, sitting there waiting as well. So for me, I, I, from a pure quarterbacking standpoint the timing the accuracy and you talk turnovers i mean brock purdy had only three fewer interceptions than tua i think this is tua from a pure quarterback standpoint he could go to san francisco right but again this is in this is in a vacuum and if uh, uh, brock purdy uh, if he went to 30 below like tua had two good See, chance. Well, you don't, well yeah. you don't well you don't realize you're doing right now and maybe you do realize is what you're doing is questioning the head coach because the Dolphins hired, what people don't realize, is a run-first head coach. People get enamored by the wide receivers. Mike McDaniel is a run coordinator, not a pass coordinator. He ran the running attack in San Francisco. He ran it brilliantly. So what you're actually telling me mm-hmm. is that the head coach doesn't know what he's doing relative to passing the football. Well, I That's think what you're telling me. I think the head coach needs to probably recalibrate some of the way that he designs the offense. Like I'm not a I like Mike McDaniel an awful lot. I don't think that he's perfect by any means and I think he could put Tua in better positions than he does. All I know from a from a timing standpoint, from an accuracy standpoint, from a throwing into windows to having the courage to do so, you put Brock Purdy in the Dolphins offense they ain't going to the playoffs. Tua goes to the Niners. He's playing in the Super Bowl nine days from now. Mm. Do you think the Dolphins wouldn't go to the playoffs with Brock Purdy as their quarterback? You're not really going to say that. I don't think yeah. so. I don't think so. I agree. Hey, tell, tell Evan what you said earlier oh about that quarterback God. room in San Francisco. Yeah, we were talking about worth and value and whatnot. So you cannot take Tua off of this Miami Dolphins team and expect them to perform the way they did last season. But you can damn sure take Brock Purdy off of this Niners how team and expect them to be in this position. What, 11 wins what, in the season? You're in the playoffs? Like, I, I don't think Brock Purdy does that. Tell him the Darnold thing. Sam Darnold takes this team to a Super Bowl. 
just as easy or easier Ooh. than Brock Purdy did. Oh, man, I love that. He got outperformed yeah, so by yeah, Jordan again, Love. Again, here's, here's your problem. And he got outperformed by Jared Goff both weeks. Sam Darnold's not letting that happen. Kyle Shanahan can do endlessly more with yeah. Sam Darnold in his arm Sam than Brock Purdy. So why doesn't he? Because you're riding the hot hand right now. You have no reason to stop. Things are going so well. Why, if it ain't broke, don't why, fix it. Why doesn't he? Why doesn't he? Because if it ain't broke, don't fix so it. Basically, they, they got rid of a quarterback who was their quarterback in a Super Bowl, Jimmy Garoppolo. They got rid of their quarterback who was the third pick in the draft. They gave up three firsts for in Trey Lance. In favor of Brock Purdy, they bring in Sam Darnold as their backup, and you're suggesting that Sam Darnold is better. So by that logic, Kyle Shanahan is the single dumbest coach to ever coach football because he's voluntarily playing the worst quarterback every single Wrong. week and got rid of guys that are better than a starting quarterback. So really what you should do today is you should actually claim that Kyle Shanahan should be fired. No, Brock Purdy is giving Kyle Shanahan no choice. Brock Purdy is giving Kyle Shanahan no choice right now. He's like, you're not taking Matt out of this lineup. I'm giving you no reason to do that. I've ever heard. This is one of the most ridiculous arguments I, I literally have ever heard in my life. Just in a I'm fine if you. I'm fine if you want to say Tua over Purdy. I don't care. That's that's a hypothetical. Go ahead. But you're you're saying that the backup quarterback is better than the starter, but the backup doesn't play. So say that the coach should be fired because any head coach that voluntarily plays a worse quarterback without the idea of tanking should be fired immediately. <laughs> the origin of this was when you talk about value and who to pay more, you can't take two off this Dolphins team, but you damn sure can take Brock Purdy off the San Francisco 49ers team. Great. But, but they're literally going to because Tua is at a place in his career where they have to pay him. Brock Purdy's not there yet. Are they going to pay Tua this offseason? I think so. I, I don't think they want to go into next year with all those contract questions. We saw how that went down with Lamar last season. He won, he's going to win the MVP. Right, but what I'm saying is that it was a constant distraction. The year that there's all the contract questions, did uh, Lamar go to the playoffs? Uh, no, he got hurt. He, he, he got hurt and he was done. But before that, it was, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I don't want to talk about this anymore because that's all they asked him about. The Dolphins... I don't think they want to go into next season with constant Tua contract questions. All right, so go ahead. Give him $50 million a year for the next four or five years, and he's your guy. We actually, Mike McDaniel's your head coach. Uh, we actually uh, came up with uh, a Tua contract, in fact. Uh, we It was just north of, what, $38 million? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, so I think that's guys, fair. So you guys, don't, you guys don't think he's that good, then? I don't think that he's worth top money in the NFL, but I think he's worth more than Brock Purdy should be making. Yeah, it was in that sixth to ninth most highest paid bracket. Yeah. That's where we put him. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's where we slotted him in. He's going to say, yeah, he'll say no to that. That's fine. That's our, our first offer. So, we'll negotiate. So the real Good question, faith. though, Evan, is we, we've put somewhat of a market on Tua Tunga Vailoa. You, you're one of the biggest Brock Purdy stands that we know. What do you think the market range should be for a guy like Brock Purdy, keeping in mind that he is, he's shown in the past two seasons that he is much worse when he doesn't have guys like Debo Samuel out there and you can't surround him with the talent you have today if you're paying him 40 plus million dollars a year. Yeah, so basically you're just telling me, Theo, that he's not Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes yet because he's worse without his biggest weapons, which is the exact same argument with every quarterback in the NFL outside of Patrick Mahomes. And I don't have to answer that question yet if I'm the Niners. That's the beauty of it. He's still under contract for next year. So what you're going to find out, and I think you're going to find out positively, to use the Cam Newton thing, he's going to go from a game manager to a game changer. Now, I think a game manager is a compliment, not an insult. But he will go from a game manager to a game changer. And I'm not the biggest Brock Purdy fan. I would say that the Niners players are. They die by this guy. And they're in the Super Bowl. I think they're going to win the Super Bowl. And I love Mahomes. I think they're going to win the Super Bowl. I've said this for months. And... Then what? Then, per the argument that Stone is making, they should actually cut him and play Sam Darnold. Yes. I mean, he's not so, saying oh, that. I, I, that's not even what like, I was saying. Sam Darnold probably makes more. Sam like, Darnold probably makes more than Brock Purdy. Like, at no point was I saying that you bench him. I think that, that Sam Darnold, though, could slide in in case of emergency. Why would you swap out this quarterback who's run this system at least to a point where you're at now? Uh, but if there was an emergency, Sam Darnold, there's a good chance he could slide in and run it better than Brock Purdy does. I think that's what Stone I just is saying. Wanna, I just want to make sure I want to make sure I'm understanding this. 
the argument you're making a week and a half before the Super Bowl mm-hmm. is that the San Francisco 49ers should consider moving on from a guy who has been one and five as a starting quarterback and go to a guy who failed in two spots in with the Jets and the Panthers to be their starting quarterback after two very good season. conducive situations franchises for quarterbacks <laughs> by the way historically so at, at what point in at anything that I said are we talking about replacing Brock Purdy like at any point in way, what I that, said when you say that when you say that about the two franchises both of those franchises have been in an a in a title game more recently than the Dolphins have. Mark Sanchez did not lead the Jets to the AFC Championship back to back years. Irrelevant. You're telling you're telling me about conducive spots for quarterbacks. Uh huh. The Carolina Panthers and the New York Jets that have been in the conference title game, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. more recently. Well, definitely the Jets. I, I'm not sure about the Panthers. Well, the Panthers. Yeah, the Panthers, Panthers in the yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. 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 different ownership. With Cam. Different ownership, but yeah. I mean. Yeah. Okay. Different ownership. Yeah. All right. I'm just. I'm just saying. Like, you're making the Dolphins out to be some like competent, historically great franchise. This is the most they're competent they've. Awful, this is the most competent they've been in, in 30 years. They're uh, well. Then that's scary. They're in a really Neither difficult spot Curry. right now because they they have a great head coach, in my opinion, uh-huh. who has totally attached himself to a quarterback, and I think ultimately. In order for that head coach to continually get better, he will have to separate himself from that quarterback. And I don't know that he's going to be willing to do so. Uh, speaking of that quarterback, real quick before we we let you go, uh, I was stalling earlier because I couldn't find it. I finally found the uh, the two a contract and a shocking turn of events. Uh, I was really wrong about it. So, right? so just tell me, yeah, tell tell me how you feel about this, uh, Evan. We put a lot of work into this, and I feel very confident about it. If we were Chris Greer, here's our Dolphins offer to tour this off season: four years, forty eight million dollars a year, one hundred and eight million five hundred and thirty six thousand dollars guaranteed. That slots him sixth NFL quarterback's money per year. Behind Burrow, Herbert, Jackson, Hurts, Wilson. Seventh in guaranteed money uh, behind Watson, Burrow, Jackson, Herbert, Wilson, and Hurts. How good is that? Well, why would, why would you do that if you could get Sam Darnold? <laughs> Tua Tumarloa led the league in passing last year. Well, what are we going to do with Brock Purdy? What are we going to do with Brock Purdy when he loses a Super Bowl and he got outplayed by Jordan Love? Jared Goff, and he gets abominated by Patrick Mahomes. We're, we're, not, we're not even going to talk about Brock Purdy yeah. anymore. We're going to have to wait till did September. You, did you say abominated? Annihilated, I think, is what you were uh, That's why for. I stalled. Yeah, that's fine. That's oh, why I stalled. Well, then why don't, why don't you make – so, okay, so Brock Purdy's terrible. So then based on your logic, there should be a bidding war between the Niners and the Dolphins because Sam Darnold runs that system better than anyone, and they run the same system. So why not both teams not go the, for Sam Darnold? Not the exact same, and you also have an all-world tight end uh, with uh, with with the 49ers. But uh, I think we're at a, a a stalemate. Yeah, I think that's what they call. I'm a stalemate. still going to clip where he said, "This is two and no yeah, question." He did. At the very beginning. Yeah. We'll get that one out <laughs> he knew there. what it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Evan, thank you. We'll do this again Monday. Uh, no, Tuesday. Tuesday, Monday. Which day did we'll we say? Monday. I don't know. Uh, well, we'll see you not Thursday next week, Evan. Sounds good. Thanks. All right, that is Evan Cohen uh, with us uh, here on Levicka Theo and Stone. I thought that went pretty well. What he about seemed, you guys? He seemed mad at the end. Yeah, he seemed a little hurt. Is he annoyed? You think he's annoyed? Yeah, he's a big he's a big Purdy guy. That's fine. That's fine. There are you know you're just in that cat. Whatever, whatever. You support Brock Purdy. You support Brock Purdy. We'll, just, we'll, we'll, we'll be seeing in three or four years. I just, yeah, I, I don't want him to be annoyed. I just wanted to tell him why we're right. That's Theo, that's Stone. I'm Ken Levick at Theo and Stone, ESPN 106.3.